when you're up against a hostile room of people who don't want to be there, you need real strategies that get results. Welcome to From Hostage to Hero, the show that gives you practical advice you can use right now in the courtroom, boardroom, or classroom. Learn how to move your unwilling audience to one that is invested in what you're saying, eager to participate, and engaged in the process. Learn from the attorney whisperer herself, your host, Sari Delamont. Well, hello. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of From Hostage to Hero. How are y'all doing out there? I am doing okay. <laughs> Part of what I have to share with you and how I'm doing is going to be in today's podcast. But um, before we get there, again, uh, thank you to all of you who have gotten those reviews in. We're getting there. My birthday wish, May 15th is my birthday, is to have 100 reviews at the podcast and 100 reviews of the book. And they are coming in. In fact, one of my favorite reviews of all time has come in through the podcast by David's iTunes. Thank you, David. It says, sorry provides the unifying theory of trial. David says, I've read all the plaintiff lawyer books. I've been to Jerry Spence, Trojan Horse, Rick Friedman's Seminar, etc. I learned from all of those, of course. It was not until I read Sari's book that all of the dots connected. Once you read her book and listen to her podcast, everything you've ever learned about trying a case makes sense in a way you can feel in your bones. I just can't say enough about how important she is. Oh, David, thank you so much for that review. And if you want your review read on the podcast, head over to trialguides.com and review the book or review it at iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can review the podcast there or do both. But every time I get one of those, I can't tell you how much joy it brings to me. So thank you so much. Keep them coming. I'm so happy to receive them. Well, today we're talking about the point of positive thinking. I'm not a big proponent of being positive all the time. In fact, you can go back and listen to my uh, podcast episode, The Problem with Thought Work, in that I really believe we should feel all of our emotions, negative or not. And the point isn't to try to always be in a positive state of mind, no matter what, But I do believe that uh, positive thinking has its place and that we don't get exactly what its place is. And this was really brought home to me this past week when I, as many of you know, I am in a, uh, I don't want to say battle because I'm not battling breast cancer, but I, I have stage three breast cancer, which means it is spread outside of the breast to my lymph nodes. No, it is not metastasized. It's still considered regional at that point. But, you know, nobody wants to be stage three, much less stage four of any kind of cancer. And so I've had about three chemos now. Everything's going well. The tumor is nearly gone um, from physical exam. Can't even get at it. Uh, in a physical exam. So that's all really good news. But on my PET scan, they determined that I had some nodules on my thyroid and they wanted to um, go ahead and biopsy them just to make sure nothing was going on over there. And so a few nights ago, I got the results. And the results, well, before I tell you the results, let me tell you about my adventures in positive thinking. So 
I, before I got the breast cancer diagnosis, you know, I, my doctor found the lump and I, he was convinced it was a cyst and I told myself it was a cyst and I had, it was right around Christmas time. I had my, my annual on the 20th of December and I wouldn't have my mammogram till the 30th. So I had 10 days and I just decided to think positively and not worry about it because regardless whether I had cancer or not, the worrying wasn't going to do anything. Well, end up having cancer, as we know. And so here, when I heard about the thyroid, I wasn't surprised because I'd had some issues with the thyroid. And I do have a point. Stick with me. Thank you for sticking with me. (laughs) And so I decided to think positively about this, too. And I was like, you know what? It's nothing. It's I've had some weird issues with my thyroid in the last couple of years, um, but I'm choosing to believe that it's nothing. So uh, a couple nights ago, I get a voicemail message, yes, a voicemail message, and they said, you have thyroid cancer. And in that moment, I just lost it. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I already have stage three breast cancer and am doing the chemo and the surgery and the radiation and the targeted treatment. I'll be doing this for over a year. And now something else? I just spiraled my, my peeps. I tell you, I'm not any better than any of you. I just lost my shit. And you know, the first thing that I said to my husband, Kevin, who's also a coach, as many of you know, I just said, what the fuck is the point of positive thinking. And this is just one big cosmic fuck you. And there's no point in thinking positively. And all this is bullshit. And all my work is bullshit. <laughs> you know, I just had this moment. And I'm sure you all can relate, you know, when you have you just feel like, what am I doing everything for? And that's when my husband said the greatest thing ever. And he didn't say it as beautifully as I'm going to say it now because I love, you know, little alliterations. But basically the gist was this. He said, listen, we don't think positively to affect the result necessarily. We think positively to affect our reality. In other words, we're not looking at this as some way to affect the outcome. I mean, I believe in manifesting, totally and truly believe in it, that whatever you think you can achieve, you can achieve it. And that constantly putting those thoughts in your mind will make it even more accessible and more achievable. But it's pretty damn silly for me to think that one week or two weeks of thinking positively that I don't have thyroid cancer would take, you know, place of years of neglecting my body or whatever else. Maybe I got thyroid cancer just because I got thyroid cancer for some other reason or same with breast cancer. But there definitely, I definitely stand before you today and say I have neglected my body for the last 30 years. So there's no secret there that doing that for years and years and years is not going to be undone by a couple weeks of positive thinking. But the bigger point is that it's not about the outcome. It's about how we want to be in the world. You know, we tend to think of life's big moments as the reason why we're here, you know, the weddings, the buying of the house, the new job, the making the first million, whatever your goals in life are. But what I've come to realize and what's really been brought home to me with this cancer diagnosis and all the personal work I've been doing in the last several years is that life is lived in moments. 
in the day to day, in the showering, in the seeing our friends for coffee, in the tending to our children, in doing our work, that is where life happens. So many of us put off feeling great now in service of some ethereal thing in the future that we either A, never get, or B, get and realize it doesn't make us happy. You know, in the, in the early podcasts of the year, I think January 1st and, and then the one after I talked about, and you can go back and listen to those, how you want to feel now is what matters. Stop putting off what you want to feel now in service of some goal in the future. I know that sounds so backwards, right? Everyone's all about delayed gratification. And I get that when it comes to, you say, losing weight or or doing some other things, right? You know, you, you want to sleep in, but, you know, it's better if you get up and, and go exercise. That's not what I'm talking about here, right? Delaying, d- denying yourself some of the things that maybe your saboteur wants to tell you you can have right now in order to reach some goal that's really important to you. But what I am saying is that I want you to look at how you're living your day-to-day life, those moments, and if it's not what is serving you, that you start to change that shit. You know, I used to be very achievement-oriented, and that, that changed with cancer. I am now recognizing that this is so much more about the process versus the result. Results are great, but I'm no longer willing, and I hope you're no longer willing, to put off feeling great in in order or because I think that something in the future is going to make me even feel greater. Do you know what I'm saying? And and when we go back to the to the uh, the dieting example, uh for example, I know that I can love my body to my goal weight. I do not have to hate my body to get there. So even that example falls into this being in love with the process versus the results. Now I've kind of gone off topic here when we talk about the point of positive thinking, but it really hit me that what we're trying to do when we are choosing the thoughts that serve us, when we are choosing to believe in positive outcomes, even if the outcome does not get delivered, We are choosing our reality and how we want to live right now in the moment. You know, this is true of trial as well. It's so much more about the process than the result. That is what I think the big work of H2H is. And people in the H2H crew are really learning that. And I I, I keep saying this to you, podcast listeners, that so many of my clients are saying to me, trial is fun again. And that's because... They are letting go of the result and focusing on the process and having fun preparing for trial, having fun talking and learning about jurors, having fun having resonant conversations. This is what I'm talking about. We can hope and believe and want for our case to go well, for to win the trial, for our parent to not die. Uh, to not have thyroid cancer, to not have breast cancer. And and when the things do happen, where we do lose the trial, the parent does die, you know, the cancer does come. That doesn't mean that our positive thinking was for naught. 
Because the positive thinking is not about changing the outcome necessarily. It's about how we want to be with what's ever happening in our world. I want to be the kind of person that believes that the best is always possible, regardless of whether the best always gets delivered to me. It's not always going to get delivered to me. But I want to believe that it's one of the possibilities. Because if, for example, I chose to worry about the thyroid cancer, or if, for example, I choose right now to believe that I'm going to die of this cancer and there's nothing that I can do to prevent that, um, versus I'm choosing to survive this cancer and become even a better person after this cancer, irregardless, no, that's not a word, regardless of what happens if I die or I don't, I want to be able to look back at the time I spent up to that point and and focus on how I felt then. Because the death or non-death, but let's speak on the death, is one point in time and then it's over. I have all this other time that I can choose how to think and feel about the things that are happening in my life. Look, I get that it is hard since I just had this happen to me to think positively about something and put those thoughts out there and really believe in them and, and back them up with, with, with all of your good intentions and then have it not happen that way and have that be a real huge fucking kick in the pants. But I don't think that means we need to give up consistently choosing the thoughts that we, that serve us, that make us feel good in the moment. You know, I shared my, my thyroid cancer diagnosis um, with a, a good friend and a upcoming coach in the H2H membership. And she wrote me a poem, Jody Moore wrote me a poem. And um, she said, should I call this one cosmic fuck you question mark? <laughs> but she gave me her permission to read this poem because it was exactly what I needed to hear. And hopefully it's exactly what you need to hear. And here's what she said. Dear universe, I want so badly to believe you have my back. I need so badly to believe in your magic. But there are times, dear universe, you test me. Instead of cosmic blessings, you send a cosmic fuck you and leave me reeling with uncertainty and doubt. And I am left to wonder what is the point of my belief in all things good and magical when such beliefs do not produce my heart's desire. And then my heart reminds me, we do not choose to believe the universe has our back to produce a certain outcome. We choose to believe in all things good and magical. So we can be in a state of wonder and possibility. For when everything is uncertain, so too, then anything is possible. What a beautiful, beautiful poem. I'm going to totally print that out and, and frame it and put it up in my bedroom to remind me that positive thinking, the point of positive thinking is not to get a specific outcome, although I do believe that helps. Do not get me wrong. Body-mind connection. Have I been thinking positive thoughts about my body and tending to it 30 years ago? I may not be here today. I may, but I may not. But the point of positive thinking is to affect our reality, not our result. How we want to be in the world right now. So, if you've recently gotten a cosmic fuck you, like I have, <laughs> which really don't exist, right? I mean, the universe doesn't send universal cosmic fuck yous. It just doesn't do that, I don't believe. 
I hope this helps. Um, and you can also check out my podcast episode, Why Good Things Happen to Bad People. But there's my news for you, my people. And in terms of the thyroid cancer, I understand it's it's a secondary cancer. It's not that my breast cancer has spread. It's often linked in women who have breast cancer. They end up getting thyroid cancer too. We don't know why. It's very treatable, very slow growing, very manageable. It's just another thing I have to do, another surgery I have to do. So for that, I'm not excited, but I am glad that it's not aggressive like my breast cancer. And um, I am glad that my aggressive breast cancer is responding so well to treatment. Thank you again for all of your thoughts and prayers. All right, until next time, talk soon. Thanks for joining me today. If you benefited from what we talked about or just want to let me know you enjoy the podcast, go ahead and leave me a review on whichever platform you use to listen to From Hostage to Hero. Add a comment and I just might give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. In the meantime, head over to fromhostagetohero.com to order your copy of my book, From Hostage to Hero, Captivate the Jury by Setting Them Free. And to get on my mailing list, I send out trial tips and encouragement right to your inbox every single week. And while you're there, make sure you join the waitlist to become an H2H crew member when we reopen. We only open a few times each year and you do not want to miss out. I look forward to our time together in next week's episode. Talk then.